Welcome to the Intertech Podcast, the podcast for your total quality assurance provider. Today, our topic is trending topics in the supply chain. Today, I have with me Christoph Libon and Simona Romanowski. Christoph is the Vice President of Supplier Management, and Simona is the Senior Director of Business Assurance Innovation. Christoph, could you discuss what you do with Intertech? Yeah, good morning, Seth. Yeah, I'm uh, heading the supplier management activity part of our business assurance business line. And what we're doing in uh, this activity is managing all the uh, compliance program for all our clients globally, in a nutshell. And Simona, what do you do with Intertech? Yes, hi, good morning, Seth. So I am driving innovation within business assurance. The business assurance innovation is a new hub that was formed this year earlier this year to have you know, a dedicated focus and resources on development of new programs, driving our innovation within the company so that we are constantly ahead of, uh, of the market and the customer needs to be able to support in providing total quality assurance to our clients. Great. I think first off, we should cover what trends we see in the industry right now, whether they're impacting responsible sourcing or supply chain risk management programs. What are your thoughts, Christoph? Thanks, Seth. So indeed, there's been a lot of changes in the market for the past 12, 18 months. Uh, it's been uh, accelerating, actually, over the past few months. The first one we really see, and it started in the U.S., but we, we see that globally is really the move from proprietary programs. So in the past, a lot of our clients in different industries were building their own responsible sourcing or compliance program by themselves, and they set their own requirements and then roll this out into their supply chain, usually with a different number of activities, including auditing their suppliers. And this has been ongoing for, I would say, close to 15, 20 years right now. And in parallel of, of these clients moving to proprietary program, there has been a number of industry standards that have emerged, such as SEDEX in the UK with a UK retailer initiative or a bit later, the Business for Social Compliance Initiative uh, added for other European retailers and many other standards. You have standards in the electronic industry, in the toy industry with ICTI, in the, the apparel industry with RAP. And all of these standards have been growing in parallel to uh, this proprietary program from a, a number of these brands. And I would say over the past year or so, there's been really a move from a number of brands and retailers in our sector giving up their own program and starting to accept these industry programs. So that's really the sort of one first key trend we see in the market right now. So as an example, Walmart was doing thousands of social responsibility audits for many years as a stop this August 2017 and decided to accept a number of industry standards that were on the market and existing. And this has really been having an impact on, on the market itself. Uh, one, it has been driving a higher level of mutual recognition. So a brand who was in the past not accepting other industry standard audits would now starting to accept these industry standards such as Walmart. And in parallel to that, we've been uh, seeing a number of other similar initiatives that have the same objective, the objective being reducing audit fatigue because suppliers are being audited over and over for the same topic, especially on social responsibility, but with different type of standards. And so because that level of acceptance was very low between proprietary program of brands and other industry standards, this supplier was suffering. 
So that, that, that is a really drastic change. And just to name a few, we see a number of, of these mutual recognition initiatives moving on. There's a one that led DIY retailers in the U.S. called Reza. There's a new initiative led by unions in Europe called ITMF. There's another led in, uh, brand-led industry initiative called Alignment Industry led by Nike in the U.S. and another 16 number of brands. And we see this going on and on. And we think that's going to become a, a, a real major trend in the coming few years. So in parallel of this, this major trend of mutual recognition and, and acceptance of industry programs, there has been a number of other initiatives that have the idea of sharing information and led by suppliers themselves. And one of the major initiatives we've been working on is called the Social Labor Convergence Project. And it's initiated initially uh, as a brand and factory-led initiative, especially in the apparel sector. And it has basically led to a what we call an industry agnostic tool that can be used by factory facility to self-assess themselves. And then that tool can be then, and the data collected for that tool can be then verified either by brands as another level of due diligence and or by third parties such as Intitec. So we've been part of this initiative and we see that becoming also another trend where the supplier takes more ownership of their data and publish transparently this data to their own clients, brands, and or have this data verified through uh, third parties such as Intitec. Another another trend we see, but it's not just 2017, it's been ongoing for a few years now, is in the past the topic around social responsibility was really not regulated in terms of laws or regulations in countries. And so you, you've seen a few years ago uh, the California Transparency Act on supply chain that was developed and issued. Last year we had the Modern Slavery Act in the UK that was really clear about the intent. Any company that had above 36 million revenue, 36 million pound revenue in the UK, whether a UK organization or having a, U- a site in the UK, had to comply with this regulation that was about transparency and identifying potential form of modern slavery in the supply chain. So that's a major that has been a major change for a number of organizations in Europe, and not only in Europe, but everyone who has a site or activity in the UK. The same has, has been happening in France with what we call the duty of vigilance law. And, and this law is even going even further as it's asking a lot more transparency and even a, a whistleblowing mechanism with workers into the supply chain. So we see that sort of convergence of regulations moving into more transparency in the supply chain, but also more due diligence and vigilance around supply chain risks such as human rights, such as modern slavery, such as forced labor. And, and this is, is a major trend we, we see also coming. So the, the last trend I wanted to mention is around uh, due diligence around further down in the supply chain for a lot of industry sectors such as automotive, electronics, or cosmetics. And that is something we see. It's what we see in reality is a lot more transparency and issues being brought at really the downstream level, the farm level, the mine level, the site where you have the worst form of forced labor or or modern slavery. And I, I take a few examples. One, the cosmetic industry, Mika has been identified as really high risk in terms of human rights and supply chain risk in general. 
So there, there are a number of initiatives uh, looking at a better responsible sourcing of mica. So that's, that's an example where the due diligence level at farm, mine, or site level is going to increase. And you can apply the same logic with electronics and conflict minerals. You can apply the same with automotive and a number of minerals that are used in uh, the making of, of products for these industries. With these trends in mind, in terms of change, what do you see happening to the industry? What do these trends mean? Yes, thank you, Seth. I think there's, there's one key change we see already coming, and that change is that the decision-making process for a number of supply chain actors is moving one, one level down. And what I mean by this is, in the past, a lot of brands, retailers, and industry sectors were basically the, what we call the buyers. Uh, the buyers were the ones to make the, the decision into selecting what level of due diligence they needed. And so it would result in a number of what we call responsible sourcing programs, having different layers from self-assessment to credential verification to auditing, corrective action plan management, remediation. And, and what we see changing is that that responsibility is now being pushed to the second layer, the layer of a vendor or the layer of a supplier. What we call vendor or supplier choice in this aspect is really going to change a lot of things because that's going to require a lot more education of vendors and suppliers on understanding better the topics, on understanding better where these, uh, their own supply chain is impacted by the topics around responsible sourcing, if we take this as, as, a, as an example. So vendor or supplier choice, we see this becoming a, a major change in the industry uh, because these people are, for now, are being required by brands or buyers to do a certain number of due diligence activity or to be part of a program, but not to own their own program. And, and we see that change. We see a lot of what we used to call vendor suppliers coming directly to us and say, I really, either because I'm being pushed by my clients or because as a matter of fact, as an organization, I really want to set up a, a proper system for managing my risk in my supply chain or because I want to understand better what's going on in my own supply chain. These people are taking the lead and, and that's a major change. And the vendor choice is something that we as Intertech are working hard on. We, we are in contact with hundreds, if not thousands of these vendors. And, and we see that the level of education is something that is, is, is to be worked on. It has to come from uh, the industry itself. So buyers have to educate uh, vendors and suppliers about what they need. The vendors and suppliers have to educate themselves about what are the different topics and the risk. And then they have to cascade this down into their own supply chain and understanding better where their risks are. So that's, that's a major uh, change for the industry. The second major change we see is that because of that move of vendor and supplier chain uh, choice, it's going to mean a higher reliance on, on third parties such as Intertech. In the past or currently and still today, you have a mix of Responsible sourcing program completely led by brands and retailers having their own team and completely doing that internally. And another market where, where Intertech operates that is about third party. And, and we think that because of that change and because vendors and suppliers are making more decisions by themselves, it's going to increase the reliance on third party and provide a higher level of due diligence, by the way. So we've anticipated that, I, one, because we saw that trend coming, and two, because 
the industry is pushing us to, to change. And it is true that in the social compliance industry or responsible sourcing, ethical sourcing, ethical auditing, there are so many different names depending on where you are. The professionalization of the industry wasn't there. I mean, that, that is a very young industry in the big scheme of things. It's, it's less than 20 years old. It's something that as no university, you don't become a social compliance auditor out of university degree or out of a school. And so it's something you learn uh, on the ground by being in factories and by being confronted to, to these issues. So a year and a half ago, we uh, decided collectively as, as third-party industry, we all, all have our, our peers, and Intertech is a funding member of an organization called APSCA. APSCA is the Association for Professionalization of Social Compliance Auditors. So it's, it's really clear what it means. It's really about developing a framework for social compliance auditors to become recognized, such as lawyers are recognized with CPA, such as doctors, such as anyone else, want to become a professional industry more than we are already. And also that would provide a better level of trust and credibility for what we do on the ground for all our clients, whether they are buyers, whether they are vendors or suppliers. Thank you, Christoph. So, Simona, as a specialist in innovation for business assurance, how is Intertech prepared to address these trends? Sure. Thank you, Seth. So, as we've heard from Christoph, we have experienced over the past years major shifts in, in our industry, um, primarily with the transition from a lot of voluntary um, audit programs, guidelines, you know, to towards a move for public disclosure laws and regulations require companies to conduct effective human rights due diligence programs, but also to report on those efforts. So this directly changes the landscape of, of how we monitor supply chains and the type of services that we need to develop for our clients. You know, we need to go, it's clear now that we need to go beyond reporting when we do an audit, just reporting non-compliances and, and let's say track non-compliance closures and improvement. But we clearly see a big need and a demand for, for from our clients to to collect additional data and additional insights when we do audits so that we can help our customer, you know, better quantify and understand the impact of their programs to their business and to be able to report essentially in more meaningful ways because ultimately we want to provide assurance to companies on the effectiveness of their supply chain due diligence program. So technology has a key role in this, and we have worked internally to make a major enhancements, for example, in the way we conduct business. And we have developed, uh, worked, I guess, on, on enhancing and uh, continuously evolving our audit platforms. This has been an effort that took, you know, almost two years, but recently we have launched a new audit platform called SMART, which will help our entire business assurance line. So we're talking about ways we do supplier management audits, second party audits, system certification audits, you know, even customer specific programs. Uh, we have developed this new audit platform, which combined with business intelligence tools, which we are introducing later, will help us capture a lot more data and a lot more supply chain details and metrics when we do audits so that we can provide as well enhanced reports and enhanced analytics to customers so that we can support them in their initiatives and, and really be able to demonstrate improvement in working conditions through their efforts and through their program. In addition to that, as, as Christophe mentioned, you know, all these uh, regulations and, and risks that have been identified are continuously pushing, you know, our clients and companies for transparency and really a lot more action to address emerging risks such as modern slavery, 
human rights abuses and looking beyond first-year suppliers, which is what most companies have been doing, you know, in, in the past five, ten years or, or more. So there are now enhanced efforts to go deeper in the supply chain and to engage deeper where the risks are greatest. So, for example, an area that has been typically overlooked by many companies is the subcontractors that they engage sometimes to provide services or, let's say, uh, areas where the, the business volume or the business contract that the client might have is not very high. So they tend to overlook those types of suppliers that provide different services or processes or, let's say, where they employ low-skilled workers or low-paid jobs. But these are overlooked but at an increased risk because this type of suppliers usually employ migrant labor or they use contract labor providers. And these type of workers are often quite vulnerable in their employment conditions and, and end up being victims of forced labor and, and modern slavery. We conducted recently, just to give you a little bit more context, we conducted recently also a survey uh, with, uh, with our customers um, that use primarily one of our intertech programs, Workplace Conditions Assessment. And we saw through the results of the survey that indeed most respondents responded that addressing modern slavery risk is a top priority for them. And they are looking for ways to incorporate this in, in, in their audit programs and to capture additional information uh, and insights from their suppliers. And when I say modern slavery, this includes overarching topics like how subcontractors are managed, how recruitment practices are being used within their organization or within their supply chain, and really lack of visibility into other supply chain actors, for example, like labor agency providers and recruitment agency providers, which have never been audited or included in the scope of a risk assessment or due diligence program. So with this in mind, we are essentially designed, we have designed and we are introducing new such audit programs to look at this additional type of supply chain actors. And we have a new audit that we're launching to look at labor providers or agency recruitment agencies. And again, the focus is really understanding, you know, their own management and compliance with local laws, management systems in place. But we're also looking at how their business is structured, their model of, of recruiting workers from different countries, because sometimes workers come not from the same country, but from neighboring countries, and how they manage the intermediaries, the, the brokers, you know, the types of fees and, and you know, um, documentation, labor contracts that they require, and how do we ensure and how customers can have confidence that these labor providers have the right controls in place to prevent and to minimize cases of modern slavery. So this is a type of new audit that we're certainly looking for um, to, to launch and to support the latest uh, industry, uh, industry trends, um, as I mentioned, you know, in terms of emerging risks. Another um, area, uh, I guess, where we are looking to use technology and to support our customers, the sample size when we go and conduct audit. Many of our customers and global organizations in general are trying now to get also more information directly from the workers in their supply chain to, to prevent, either to prevent violations in those facilities or to have better visibility where they don't have good supply chain, supply relationships, or even to validate, you know, their own company efforts and to be able to demonstrate that they have improvements through, through whatever due diligence programs they have. So clearly there's an increasing need to engage and listen to the workers. And, and when we say that, we mean deeper worker interviews, increasing the sample size than what we would normally do through a typical audit, um, to have more, more uh, focused worker surveys, uh, implement worker hotline where workers can, can report violations or concerns. And 
really this can also be to, to sometimes to complement or to supplement, you know, the validity of the audit findings and to provide ongoing feedback. So this is something else that we are planning to launch in the next few months using our own platform that I mentioned a few minutes earlier, SMART, where we can develop these uh, custom, uh, custom surveys and questionnaires to capture this additional feedback through the audit visit or even outside of the audit visit, and then to be able to provide, you know, aggregate reporting of, of results and trends and to correlate that with the audit findings that we provide to customers. So again, just providing to them much more input, going deeper in, in providing them visibility into the supply chain and strengthening overall the, the audit process as well and the, the supply chain assurance solutions that we are developing. Lastly, I would say that another solution that probably most of you are aware that has been launched, and again, with the aim of supporting customers looking beyond audits, we have introduced the InLight solution, which is an assurance solution for supply chain visibility and risk management. For, for our customers to have a proper human rights due diligence program, they need to identify really and map their supply chain business partners. That would be the, the first step that any organization would have to, to, would have to take. And certainly this is something that we do and support through the InLight platform. In addition to that, we help our customers conduct risk assessment to identify, you know, either the known or potential risks the supply chain partners can provide. This would depend, obviously, on the type of sector that the customer is in, the type of supplier types and relationships that are involved. And you can look, you know, typically just at, at a high level of inherent risk related to ge geographical conditions, social political risks. But we can also support customers conduct a deeper dive risk assessment, which is specific to their company and to their business organization, looking at their own product categories, you know, business types, commodities, as, as, as Christophe mentioned earlier as well. So um, really to, to uh, support our customers understand and identify where they have risk. And based on that, we can provide through our supply chain assurance solutions and, and audit programs, we help them prioritize and address where those risks are higher uh, and prioritize those types of suppliers or supply chain partners, I guess, where they need to, to address um, you know, high risk and support mitigating those risks through our different solutions and program, whether you're talking about supplier questionnaires and modules, audits, and obviously then provide overarching reporting and analysis of results from these efforts so they can show improvement in their supply chain due diligence programs. So you've heard in the past few minutes from, from both Christophe and myself, we are certainly experienced, uh, you know, a major shift in the industry with a lot more demand on companies, either from regulation, from uh, their consumers, from non-governmental organizations, a lot of pressure for companies to proactively address human rights and to implement due diligence programs in their supply chains. And all these pressures combined with the advances in technology are creating a lot of opportunities for companies like us to support our clients in providing uh, quality, total quality assurance solutions. And as part of the innovation, we are also looking always um, trying to look uh, ahead and identify new technologies, disruptive technologies that will create a competitive edge for us. So for example, we are exploring right now a technology that allows to an analyze, take samples, let's say, of environmental dust in, in, in facilities and to be able to use DNA sequencing analysis of the, of the microbiome to provide to clients essentially a validation that 
certain products have been manufactured in certain locations. So this again supports supply chain mapping and traceability efforts and also can help identify potentially, you know, where illegal subcontracting occurs. Another area where we see um, a lot of changes and advancements and, and customers looking as they go deeper in the supply chain with, with monitoring, looking also for ways to innovate in how we audit and to provide cost efficiencies. So in other areas where we see an opportunity, for example, is to provide what we call virtual audits or remote audits, where we will be able to do this, for example, not by sending an auditor on site, but using new technology like Google Glasses where we can be able to do certain types of audits and certain types of verifications through this type of technology from, from sitting in an office and, and to essentially allow the supplier through the Google Glasses to conduct the audit and to provide us the evidence required and go through the, through the typical process. So certainly a lot more you know, innovations out there that we are exploring right now, and we will be able to hopefully develop into new and exciting solutions, and we will share more uh, with you on that in future podcasts. Thank you, Seth. You've been listening to the Intertech Podcast. For supporting references, documents, or links, please check the description. For more information on our management system certification or supply chain solution services, please visit us at intertech.com slash business assurance. Thank you for listening, and make sure to stay tuned for the next episode.